Hi, happy new year. Let's talk about losing, shall we? Not like losing things. Well, maybe. I'm going to talk about how to lose. Because the thing is, we all going to lose some. But it's in how you lose that can help you win in the end of it all. I promise you'll get me by the end of this. At least I hope you will. Now, I wrote down notes, which I rarely do. I, I, don't, I don't think I've ever done that for a podcast. But I wrote down a bunch of notes in my one of my notebooks. So it's kind of like coming in fragmented because I did it like last year. But we're going to go ahead and go through this together. So the title of my notes is How to Lose. And I think the first step that we all, it might sound, and it's probably going to sound very clear and like, duh, that's the first step. It's one a lot of us skip and then we wonder why we're frustrated and we wonder why we're stuck and we wonder why we're angry and all of that bad stuff. The first step is to make it clear. Be honest with yourself. You can't lose when you're in limbo because you're still in limbo. You're either holding on to something, to someone, to some position, or you have one foot in a relationship, one foot in a job, one foot in a situation, and one foot out. That's not going to help you at all. It's literally going to prolong the process. And at that moment in time, guess what? Losing is inevitable. At that moment in time, you're telling the universe it's done, but you're just holding on. You're literally like Jack when he's holding on to the door. He's dead, but he's still holding on. Doesn't change the fact that you're dead, bro. I'm talking about Titanic if you're not hip, but... I don't even know why I brought that up. Anyway, I think the first, and it's very crucial, and it's very important, and a lot of us don't do it because of pride, or we don't do it because we don't necessarily want to let go of something that is done. But that's the first step. And I, I don't know, sometimes it's like, why haven't I gotten over this person? Or why haven't like things gotten better? And it's because you're still holding on. You haven't said, this is something that I'm going to lose, someone that I'm going to lose, a uh, a part of me that I'm letting go of. You need to distinguish it as this is something that will not come forward into the rest of my life with me. And you need to know that like you're losing peace when you're holding on to people, things, situations. But once you let loose comes peace. And this is the search for peace in in because it is very attainable when you're losing something. Now, one of the biggest things we purposely stay away from when letting go, and we've all done it, is responsibility. Your part in what went wrong. We don't really like to acknowledge our part because we're we're our own like team. Like I'm team Letty, you're team you. Like we're our, on our own, we have our own back. So it's it's against kind of like our pride to get have responsibility over what is done, what is not for you anymore, who is not for you anymore, the relationship, the situation, the job, the move, anything like that, right? But I will tell you that with responsibility comes power. Like if everything that happens to you isn't your fault, then you honestly just gave up all power to change what happens to you. But if you understand that what's going on with you and what situation you're in 
that you have a part to play in it, that you have a responsibility in it, then guess what? That also gives you a power to change it, a power to move it or or maneuver it or guide it a way that you want. So clearly you don't want to be the one to say like, I did this wrong, but in doing that, it helps to give you that power position where you can move things and help yourself out of something. Step two to losing right. The way to lose right is you got to forgive yourself. Like once you've taken that responsibility of, I know I did this, I know that has guilt. That's something, that's a reason why we don't take in responsibility. We don't like saying like, I put myself in this position because then you feel guilty about what you did either to somebody or to yourself or for what happened. And I want to tell you that guilt goes away when you forgive yourself. A lot of the times we don't acknowledge what we're going to lose. We try not to even say that we're losing. And then we don't acknowledge the part we play. And we can't forgive ourselves for something we don't acknowledge, right? And let's say you do acknowledge it. Let's say you do. And see, this is this is the part that can get deep and can change your life for the bad if you don't handle it properly. Is when that guilt comes in. You got to remember, like, if you fucked up, if you hurt somebody, acknowledge it. Humble yourself. Humble that ego. Quiet that pride. Let guilt come in because it's going like it's just the natural process of things, right? It's supposed to be, though, in your guilt is where you can see say okay this is where the problem area is okay this is this is the the soft ground in which i now build a foundation out of and and don't let that happen to me again right but it's too often at times where we have said and felt guilt that we seep into it and we stay in guilt and guilt if not handled properly like not handled as a stage can become a identity and you go from be like saying, acknowledging your responsibility and saying, I fucked up into that guilt, which tells you I am a fuck up. And you see the difference in that, right? I fucked up is something you can move on from. I am a fuck up is something that you are accepting as yourself. This is who I am. And I want to tell you right now, that's the devil's window. Like that's when he's like, he comes in and he's like, yup, this is what you are. You are this bad shit that you did. And that's where depression comes in. That's where the self-hurt comes in. That's where you being stuck comes in. When you're, you feel so guilty about something that you start to lose perception of who you are. And you start to accept that who you are is your fuck up. And the only way out of this is to forgive yourself. We're human. We fuck up. But we are not our fuck up. Everyone can tell you that. But it's you. Who has to confidently tell you and accept that. Like, you gotta just know, yes, I did this, but I am not this. We all do bad and good that can change the way we think of ourselves, right? There's been things that you don't even expect, like you never would have expected you would have gotten yourself into. Or like, it is so out of your character. But the thing is, you always kind of go back to who you really are. You know that's not you. But there are moments in time where guilt can lead you to believe that those things are you. And that's where depression comes in. And I'm repeating myself, but maybe you need to hear it repeatedly. Guilt not only comes to the person taking responsibility for the shit that they did wrong, but guilt also comes to the victims, the done wrongs, the hurt. Even when they know to let go, they don't. And a lot of it has to do with the fact that the person that hurts you 
and they don't acknowledge their part in it. They kind of spin it to make you the cause, something you did, said, made them feel, hence why they did what they did. It's a common tactic people do clearly so they can avoid their own responsibility, so they can avoid their own guilt and all of what we're talking about. But that brings on a sense of shame to the victim. And personally, in relationships, like you start to think of what you would look like if you left either to friends or to family or to, to the public because a lot of the times when someone does you wrong and they're not um, they're not taking responsibility for it, you're doing a lot of covering up for that person at that time. Whether it's to your friends or to your family that are saying, like, something's going on because everyone else can see it when they're on the outside, but you're kind of, like, very defensive of it. It's like you pretending everything was great. Then, like, what would you look like if you had to face the what happened or... If you're staying with that person was proving to people or proving standards wrong. So if you leave, then these other people were right. And that goes for things like purchases and jobs and moves that you make. I don't want to make this about relationships, but it seems to be very relevant when it comes to relationships. You, It's like I fought so hard for this. And this person's not even taking the responsibility of what they did wrong. But it's over. And now, like fuck, I feel so ashamed because so-and-so is going to look at me like, I told you so. They're going to ask what happened and I'm going to have to be vulnerable and say like shit really wasn't going as great as I try to make it seem. But in that moment, you also have to forgive yourself. You have to forgive yourself for it not working out. Like you got to know, like I tried it, I wished for the best and it was wrong. And hey, look how hard I fought for it. Be proud of that. Like there is something to be proud in even during relationships, jobs or moves or stuff like that, that you fought for so hard that didn't work out. Don't let the shame of it not working out be why you don't leave it when it's bad for you. You also got to feel a sense of pride in like, I did give it everything I could. Him, her, us. And it's something that I can like have that peace. Yeah, you got me this time, mom or cousin or sister. Yes, you did tell me. And thank you for seeing it. And now I know better. Those are hard things because those deal with your pride. I want you to know that if you were to handle things like that, it kind of shows you the direction of the door. Because when you're feeling ashamed and you don't want that to happen, you kind of don't know what the next move is. But when you're like, all right, this is a loss. I gave it all I could. Then your focus is not on, let me still try to hide it. Let me try to cover up. Let me, you're, now your focus is on, all right, which way is out? Your back isn't turned around to the door because you're still trying to like fix the mess. You know which direction. The next stop, and this is all pre-losing. This is all understanding you have something to lose. Taking whatever responsibility you t you have in the situation. And more than likely, if it's something you're going to lose, you have some part to play in why you lost it. And it's okay to. Like, you should always have some sort of responsibility in what you're losing. That way, you can you know it's in your hands to let go. That way you know you're not losing, you're letting go. And forgive yourself. Forgive yourself and start to plan. Because the next step is how to leave. And it's a lot of discipline here. Because regardless of emotion, you must blanket everything with peace. See, emotion, it pulls you like into 
so many feelings, anger or fear. You operate with either of those emotions at the wheel and it's so detrimental because you're either going to operate off of like, how can I get them back? They need to know that they're going to miss me and like, I'm going to make sure it hurts them. Or you're fearful, like, how can I get away with, they, they still can't find out about this or they can't take this from me. And you're operating off of things that, keep you invested these negative emotions they keep you in here because it becomes like a like a blow for blow and you're just understand you're not in a fight anymore the fight was y'all fighting to, to stay together or you fighting to stay in this job or you fighting to keep this crib or like now it's it's now it's not a blow for blow now it's like okay i've understood this is time to let go let me let go right the best way to let go and how to lose right is with love. Love for the hurt's best interest if it's your bad. Love for the culprit if it's their bad. And that seems very illogical at a moment in time where like let's say it's a breakup. But you got to do it this way so that you want so you can attain peace at the end of it all. You got to look at that person how God looks at you. You got to understand they aren't their mistake. Just like you got to forgive yourself for not being your fuck up, you got to forgive them for not being their fuck up. Now, forgiveness does not entail like, let's get back together. Forgiveness does not entail no consequence. Forgiveness is you relieving yourself of vindication. You relieving you of having to get them back or retaliate. Know that like love has to. If you want the end result to be love of self, you got to understand, you got to love right here. This is the hardest part when you got to love, but you have to have love as a filter through every word, every action, and every thought. You don't have to be nice, but don't be mean. If it ain't got love in it, then shut the fuck up. If it ain't got love in it, then don't do it. If it ain't got love in it, then don't think it. Don't let it stay in your brain. Because that's all doing you bad. This is like a, like a soul-stretching exercise because it definitely is not something we naturally go to. Our instincts are to retaliate. Our instincts are to show them that they shouldn't be doing this to you. It, it, it's a lot of pride. you got to just shh and say fall back. And this is the beginning of how to turn the loss into a blessing earned and a lesson learned. There's a passage in scripture, as they say in church, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. This is after you've left. I'm full on 360ing or 180ing, whichever was the right phrase, on how to let go and lose something peacefully and it not fuck you up as so many things and losses fuck us up. So just to quickly recap, identify, recognize, acknowledge that it is something to let go. Don't be in limbo about it. Just understand like, yo, this has got to be done. Recognize the part you play in. Take responsibility for that part because that gives you power to move and that gives you power to flip and that gives you power to rearrange your life, guide your life towards the right path. When you accept this responsibility, guilt will come. Feel the guilt, 
but don't be consumed with the guilt. Do not let the guilt become your main feeling because that is where depression can come in. That is where the devil likes to pop open a window and say you are the wrong you did and it fucks up your life. I'm sorry I'm saying the F word a lot. Um, Take responsibility. It's okay to feel the guilt. We need that because we don't want to feel that again. So we need to know where we don't want to feel that again, right? We know that we need to know the places and parts of us that we need work on. But don't seep in it. Forgive the other person, whether the other person is who did something to you or whether the other person is the person you've done something to. Forgive them from any part they play. And honestly, if it's a relationship, both of y'all had a part to play. Next thing, in leaving, in letting go, operate with love. Do not let anger take the wheel. Do not let fear take the wheel. Do not let frustration, jealousy, don't let any of those things take the wheel because you will crash and you will burn and it won't leave good scars. They'll leave bad scars on you and you'll because you'll you'll be traumatized and you'll be bitter. You operate with love for yourself. You operate with love for the person. If not like an I love you love, a human love. You got to acknowledge that they are human. They do wrong. They do right. You are human. You do wrong. You do right. And you got to relieve yourself of any responsibility to, for revenge. You got to say, because that's what forgiveness is. Forgiveness is you saying, yo, it's not in my hands. I forgive you. Therefore, I'm not out to get you anymore. And now submit to God because this is how you keep that from happening to you again that position you held whether you were the victim whether you were the culprit you submit that get that area you submit that area to God ideally submit all areas to God but sometimes we're not all strong enough to like say God take everything everything has its time you'll know when those times are but submit that area to God whether you feel close to him or not, whether you feel qualified to even give him this area of your life or not. Should even if you just ran out of other options and you just want to try this avenue out, let him be the last resort if you're a skeptic. But try God out. He loves being tried out because he loves to show you what he's about. I'm, I'm a rapper, bro. Someone sign me. All right. This is another soul stretcher. It comes with another devil's window. Because you will be tested. After you submit whatever area it is to God, that area is going to be attacked. This is all about discipline, though. In the scripture, it literally has these, these steps one after the other. The first is submit to God. The next line is resist the devil. Let's say you're leaving a bad relationship, right? Let's say the pool to go back to that person was at about a four. After you submit to God, your heart and your past and your just weakness in, in that person, oh, it's about to be at a 20, that, that pool to go back. And that's your discipline. Your old life will be used against you. Desires will be used to sway you. The devil is tempting you. And I want you to know that it is possible to not give in. And all it takes is discipline. And that's so easy to say. But I promise you, if you resist the urge to go through their timeline, to hit them up, or to badmouth them, or give in to their pleas, if you resist, then the next line comes. Literally in scripture, these steps go one after the other. Submit to God, that area of your life that you whether it's your relationships your heart whether it's your mind these bad thoughts whether it's 
your feelings for this person, even though you know it's toxic, but you left. Submit that to God. Resist the devil. Resist the temptation to go back to bad mouth, to be mean, to be vindictive, which is like vengeful to that person or thing. And the next line is, he will flee from you. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Once this mother freaker knows that you are not giving in, he's like, yo, they won. And I promise you that you will have peace. But these are the steps that you have to go through. And I know if you heard this, like you're either on step one, step before one, you're trying not to acknowledge it, or you're like in the leaving phase, but you're still trying to either hold back or you're still trying to like subliminally tweet this fool or this chick. But know that the motions to be at peace at the end of it all. And I'm speaking from experience. So I'm telling you what's worked for me. When you do these things, you come out a better person. And don't we all want to be better people at the end of it all? Don't you not want to be broken? Don't you not want to have a bitter taste in your mouth for love or for whatever old company you used to work for, or the old friend you had? Don't you want to operate with the best of intentions later? Then you got to do it this way. Quickly recap. First step, acknowledge that there's something, someone, or someplace that you got to let go. I was talking to my friend the other day and um, him and his girl have an issue. They basically know it's over. But neither of them has really done anything crazy to each other to like cut cut the cord. They just know it's like their relationship's at a dead place. Now, when you know you're liter- and you don't leave, you're just prolonging the leaving. Like you're prolonging your exit. And that's not going to change that there, the fact that there is going to be an exit. Especially when both of you have like basically made moves towards walking to the door right so right now if you're in that spot if you're in that limbo if one foot in is in and one foot's out know that how slow you walk towards the end doesn't take away the fact that there is an end it's just literally how long are how much longer are you gonna stay in this limbo is basically what you're deciding on um acknowledge that it's time to let go right Find the responsibility, whether you know it's you fucking up or you're feeling this is coming from like either a bad boss or culture at work or like, you know, it's time to move or like, you know, that your dude's cheating on you. I come from being the girl that got cheated on so many times, but like try to prolong the exit but there was still an exit at the end of the day and had I just left sooner I would have just given myself peace earlier and in that responsibility forgive yourself for whatever it was whether it's your error your wrong or you covering up for their wrong your pride kind of taking hold of you don't want to be looked at a certain way for whatever failing forgive yourself for that understand that's what you got to go through Feel that guilt, but don't live in it. Don't become it. And also, don't let it become that person or that job or that house or that thing you bought that you shouldn't have bought and you got to let go of now. Don't make the outcome good side, bad side. Make the outcome 
it didn't work. Because when it's good side, bad, bad side, you're giving him, her, they, that feeling. And so that's like anchoring you to that person, that job, that thing. You don't want to be anchored to anything that's not going to be in your life in the future, right? So that, that part's really, really important. Um, because a lot of times we do that, do that, do that. It's not to say they didn't fuck up and it's not to say that they weren't wrong, but it is to say that you're not going to live with that anymore. You're not going to carry that with you. Forgiveness is literally you letting go of the burden of having to carry that with you. Operate with love. This is very soul stretching. This is very discipline heavy in those moments. Where now it's done, I found that I became the strongest when I now submitted. Like, let's say I had a really bad breakup with my ex. And and it was very, like, back and forth afterwards. Guilt brought me back to the relationship so many times. So what I did at the end of it all, when I knew that, okay, this is done. This is, I've forgiven you and I'm moving on. I'm not talking about you if I don't have to. All of that stuff. When I got through those phases... What helped me out the most was giving my heart to God, submitting my love, my my relationship life, my love life, my dating life to God, saying, I have clearly not made the best decisions for myself when it comes to dating. So God, I'm giving you my heart. I'm submitting my heart. Clearly, God has my heart. I love God. But this is me saying the romance, like who I'm going to be with or 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 the love aspect of me with somebody else, I'm giving to you, God. I'm sowing into you. And when I did that, knowing, all right, that means this vacuum that was sucking you towards either that past life or temptations like that person or any of that, that was like eh, manageable. Now it's going to be super non-manageable. You're going to get hit up by this person nonstop. You're going to get hit up by guys nonstop that are bad for you clearly but you may want to like give a shot to because they're cute or because they get you or anything like that like that was on five thousand trillion bazillion level super maximum duper <laughs> and it's all about resisting after that it's having the discipline in self stretching your soul knowing that it's all an illusion it's all the devil's like tactic on how to get you to not find that for yourself, not get that peace. And you just got to constantly remind yourself like, yo, you're better than this. There's bigger plans for you and know that you've submitted something so precious to you that you've let it slip and fall and crash and burn into the hands of these bad relationships. You've given that to God. So trust in it and resist and resist and resist. And, and then when you resist, the devil will flee. The devil said, yo, I can't, I can't do work here. She's sticking it out with that plan. And now what's left for you is the harvest of what you sowed. When they say you reap what you sow, if you sow into God, I promise you, even again, even if you don't believe in God, let, let it be your last resort. If you've just had some shitty ass relationships and you can't understand it, you could be an atheist, you could be a heathen. Just try God out, bro, sis. Just do it. Like, like, see what goes down there. And if anything, like, if it doesn't work, chalk it up as a loss. And if it does work, though, my brother or sister, you will be 
peaceful and you will have done the best thing that you can for your life. And we, again, we're team us. I'm team Letty, you're team you. The best thing you can do for yourself is put your heart in the hands of somebody that you know is looking out for your best interest. And I can attest to you by experience and by example that when I did that, it was the best thing for me. And the best thing came from that. And that's peace. And now I say peace because I'm cool and like I, I like double entendres. Ricky, Ricky. All right, no, but really, thank you for listening to the podcast. If this helped you in any way, shape, or form, clarify some things. Maybe you needed to hear it. That's what I'm here for. And if anything, you got to know me a little bit better because all of this I had to go through to even be able to speak to you. Okay, I'll see you guys. Or I'll talk to you guys again soon.